My name is John Machada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And I might, depending on my homies jump on, play a little bit of Call of Duty. Um, if they get back and jump on, it's late. It is late. But this episode is going to be about the Antifa um, death toll. Um... There's been some stuff that I've been noticing on uh, the socials, the platforms, if you will. Um, people, especially, what's his name? Last last Anon News or latest Anon News, who is not Anon. Like, this guy would have fucking found me out pretty quick. Um, and I guess I kind of took a gamble when I started calling him out because I started calling him a counterfeit. And now his name's just counterfeit to me. Because he's a fucking commie. And he admits that he's a commie. He or she, whatever they are. Um, but they're one of the, the people that try to say... So they, they started saying something to the effect of... Uh, white supremacist death toll was like 360-something. And I don't know if that's in the last year or whatever. And then they'll say Antifa death toll is zero. As in Antifa hasn't been behind... Um, or responsible for any deaths um, for however long. And uh, they did another thing where they tried to pretend that uh, all of the Americans that went to war and fought the Nazis and fought the Axis powers were Antifa because their name is anti-fascist. Um, what a disrespectful thing to do. Um, not that they have any respect for anyone or anything um, at all anyway, because they really don't. Uh, there was a, what was he, a Portland police officer, I believe, black guy, who came out to do an interview somewhere, and he talked about dealing with Antifa, and he said, these are the most racist little shits, and the vast majority of them are white, it is not diverse, um, just like Gavin McGinnis uh, has been saying, these are, these are, Primarily one of two things. It's either rich, which is the majority of them, rich white kids or um, poor liberal white kids who got caught up in it or whatever. You know, like there's, dude, Gavin went in pretty deep on, uh, on his theory, which is that Antifa is responsible for, I don't want that, for, um, the death of many kids, death toll, death count, death toll, death count, which one would I want to do? I guess we'll take that death toll. Um, and he went in, there's like, I, I, he broke it down even further than I'm willing to do tonight. Uh, Antifa's deadliest year shows the extremism of the far left coming from Newsweek, which I think it is. I'm going to go to Summit News too, which is actually ran by Paul Joseph Watson, if you don't know who he is, he used to work for Alex Jones in InfoWars. And then he, he, you know, spread his wings and went outward. Oh, this is going to be by Andy Ingo. Ingo. I never know how to say his, that name. The first Ingo I ever saw was on, I think, Ultimate Fighter 2 or 3. Uh, it's, I believe, an Asian or Chinese last name. Could be off on that. Maybe it's Korean or Japanese. I don't think it's Japanese. But no matter. Um, so, yeah, Gavin broke it down pretty deep. Uh, into a couple of different groups where uh, there was like a George Soros uh, funded group home to some degree that pulled in like homeless because there's a in, in Seattle in Portland uh, in a lot of the major cities in California uh, there's a documentary I've seen a while ago on this uh, there's a lot of homeless kids out there, runaways and things like that, especially down in like LA because, um, and, and then again, kind of like the hotter areas, I know I'm kind of splinter, splintering all over the place, um, where a lot of women end up going, younger women, uh, and some underage female children uh, that go and they end up getting into pornography that way because they're living off the streets or on the streets and they're, they're doing, getting into drugs and then. The only way to pay for that because they can't go get a normal job is to, or at least they think, is to go 
get into porn, which is super sad. Um, and equally, I think as sad is uh, the Santifa thing. Um, what was that third one? I can't remember what the third or fourth groups were that Gavin talked about. But uh, it's, um, it's fucked up, man. And so he, his theory is, is that, uh, or at least philosophical argument, is that through um, their association with Antifa, uh, which is an organized group, you cannot have people, uh, even at the most fringe level of the definition, meet up without some form of organization. So they try to argue that it's just an idea, it's not an organization. However, you have you know, Antifa Berkeley, Antifa Portland, Antifa Seattle, Antifa, I think there's an Antifa Ann Arbor here in Michigan. There's Antifa chapters all over the United States. And the, as the left often does, is they will try to um, use wordplay in order to uh, go under the radar when it comes to, um, you know, who they are and what they do so that they don't get in trouble. And they think that that's a way out of it. Well, you know, Donald Trump and, and most normal human beings uh, can read past that. You know, uh, normal people can go, you know what, fuck you. I'm not, I'm not placating. Who was it? Oh, man, I wish I could find my Twitter. My phone's behind me. It's charging. I can't really get to it. There's a fucking dude that tried it. Yeah. To get into, what was it? I think it was white supremacy. He sent me this... Um, article that he wanted me to read because it, through reading I would then be uh, told how to understand what white supremacy is and how there is um, white privilege and all this other shit and it's like dude if you have to lecture me through article after article after article I mean this isn't statistics this isn't this isn't you know different patterns and and things to that degree. This is an ideological fallacy that they want you, that they've created in order to argue a point. It's almost like writing a book. You know, I've taken a whole, all of my research and I've implemented it or, or, or mixed it in with uh, uh, a narrative, not like a narrative like you know, political narrative. This is a, a story, a novel, right? A, um, uh, a fictional story in order to get people, one, entertain them while they're reading, and another is to uh, educate them. What they're doing is they're using all of these little markers throughout history and connecting them with this made-up ideology, concept in order to try and argue that there's such thing as white privilege. Now, a normal person will look at this argument of white privilege um, and see that you have plenty of white people who are poor. This idea of like, oh, well, you've gotten by because of your skin color, or I don't even know what their description or their definition of getting by is. As I've said before, dude, I've been, there's, I know more white people that I dislike than black people. Well, it's also because of the numbers, right? How many black people there are, how many white people there are. But I've been mistreated, and I've done my fair share of mistreating. I don't want to act as if I'm some kind of fucking angel. But um, I've been mistreated by plenty of white people. I've had some white people step on me, or, or, or metaphorically speaking, when it comes to a job, um, who were cutthroat, or more cutthroat, or didn't accept me, um, and I'm white. And they accepted someone else who was either white or whoever it may be. So that destroys the argument of white privilege. It just takes a little bit to destroy it. And it, that's, all it, that, that's all it did take. Um, but they want to explain to you. They want to... And a lot of it is, is uh, conjecture. A lot of it is subjective as in opinion-based, um, when developing an explanation of how there is this thing called white privilege, which wasn't a thing. Yes, somebody might have talked about it however long ago, but it doesn't mean that it was ever a real thing. Um, 
And the same goes with what the left tries to do with Antifa and uh, the idea of them not being an organization and all that other shit. It's so that they think that they can skate under the radar and not get in trouble. But you fucking retards, there's all sorts of videos that have been put out there thanks to um, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas, who've uh, discovered... um, how deep the organization goes. I mean, this is a a massive network of idiots who are being controlled uh, by very few, which is is the same thing that happens in any communist-ran entity, organization, government, what have you. So, um, yeah, they can't, they just don't, hear them but i'd say don't believe them you know if evidence were to ever come out that obviously i'm I'm wrong you're right whatever then obviously believe the truth but this isn't the truth um recently let's see what's some recent stuff uh and this would kind of go in in line with um gavin mcginnis who is that guy that brought his ak-47 to a to a um a protest or rioting, if you will, if you will, and he ended up getting shot by the guy in the Uber because they surrounded the car. Um, if you are surrounded in your car, get away. Okay, I'm not telling you to hurt anybody. I don't want you to hurt anybody. But if it becomes you're in danger, and especially if you have kids, get away in your car. Leave. Get out of there. You know, the sooner the better. The sooner you can get out of there, obviously without hurting anybody, the better. But you have a right to self-defense. You have a right to defend uh, innocence in your in your care, as in your kids. And if a fucking group of idiots get around your car and start threatening you, and you feel threatened, and obviously you know what I mean. I'm not saying, oh, they were just around the car. They weren't even looking at you, and then you fucking hit the gas. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you actually feel threatened. You know what that that's like. And I mean, some of these videos get crazy. There's uh, the one that happened here in Detroit. The police officer. And they surrounded that fucking car and started jumping on it. And he he, he was <laughs> nicer than I think I would have been. He kept going. At, you know, he'd go a few feet fast and hit the brakes, go a few feet and then stop. He did it two or three times and then he just took off. And there was a guy on his car. <laughs> Even after the the video stopped, the guy was still on his fucking car, and uh, and he's taken off. Yeah, you have a right to defend yourself, your property, and um, your your especially uh, people within your care. What did they do? I know somebody just tried is trying to pass something right now. Some politician, obviously they're going to be Democrat leftists, but they're trying to pass legislation to eradicate private property can't remember who it is but that's <laughs> okay that, that'll start a war right there dude you're telling me i can't own stuff you know that's it's called slavery at that point if you can't own anything you know what i mean you that's that's slavery so no because you have to work for something you got to work to take care of yourself and live in a shelter that you live in and you can't that's not yours you know your your fucking dvds or uh, laptop or whatever it may be. That's not yours? I don't think so. Um, is that it? Um, sorry, I'm looking through this uh, news week. And it's not really talking much about that. But you have that guy. And there's a... Uh, so you have that guy who tried... The thing is, is they're not very good at, at, at killing people. Except for themselves and getting themselves killed. So that that situation where the guy at the AK, he aimed his guy. I think he shot three times too. He aimed at the driver of this car. He pulled off three shots. Didn't hit him. I guess he used to be in the military. I heard somebody somewhere say that. I don't know how true that is. Uh, but he wasn't but. I mean, he had a rifle. He wasn't but. In the picture that I saw, like three or four feet away, and you fucking miss a dude? You're like me playing Call of Duty. <laughs> like, fuck. 
Um, and then the guy in the car pulled out his gun, his handgun, shot him two times, and killed him. So that one, you can't put that on anybody else but Antifa. That's Antifa. So there's one. So I've already dispelled their bullshit argument. Um, the kid that, uh, he was a father. He went to the school to pick up his son. I don't think he was supposed to pick up his kid. And then the cops tried to stop him, and he had a handgun on him. And he pulled it out as they were trying to arrest him, and uh, they shot and killed him. That's another one that goes on Antifa. You can't blame anybody else but Antifa. <sighs> I don't know if this guy died, but here's another case of them attempting to do something, and they're so fucking stupid that they would have killed everyone. It would have been, had it been successful, which was a, a, a very high percentage that it wasn't going to be, uh, the Antifa member that, I think he did get killed, I think that's why it was a story, tried to throw a Molotov cocktail at a, and D.B. Cooper, I think me and you had this conversation, he tried to throw the, the Molotov cocktail at the uh, prison in Colorado somewhere, or something to that effect, and there was, there was people in, in the jail or people in the prison or whatever. This is why I call them, this is in part why I call them stupid. What did you think was going to happen? Did you play this out in your head at all? Like, okay, I'm going to throw a Molotov cocktail. Maybe he was smart enough to just be like, I'm going to get some credit. I'm going to get some, some points here. You know, some virtue points because I tried to damage this building. Maybe that's it. Let's think best case. Okay, maybe that's best case scenario. Worst case scenario is... He throws this Molotov cocktail on this building and it catches on fire. I don't think he understands how fast fires spread in a building. It's very quick. Very, very quick. That's why we have fire alarms and shit like that. And even fire alarms don't stop people from getting killed. Worst case scenario is that you've just killed all of the prisoners that you're trying to free, I guess it was what he was doing. So, you could almost philosophically argue that he almost killed a whole bunch of people. And that was one Antifa retard. Um, I know that during these riots, so you have to put it on Antifa and Black Lives Matter, uh, over 30 people have died. Since George Floyd. Um, I talked about this uh, yesterday in the George Floyd. Um, was it yesterday or today? In the George Floyd episode that I put out. I think it was today. Um, yeah, 30 people have died since uh, that happened. So who are you going to put that on? You can't put it on white supremacists. <clears throat> Um, should say blame white supremacy for the Jersey City shootings that killed a detective and three citizens at a Jewish supermarket. How is that white supremacy? The shooters were reportedly part of a black national anti-police religious sect. They were, uh, because they, um, over there in Jersey and New York, they've got some serious problems with, uh, blacks attacking, uh, Jews. And I think primarily Hasidic Jews that are out there. Sorry, I just picked up on that. Last January, Charles Landeros, 30, wearing a Smash the Patriarchy t-shirt. Yep, here we go. This is the one I was just talking about. Went to his daughter's middle school in Eugene, Oregon, to discuss a custody dispute. When asked by two school resource officers to leave the building, Charles refused. They attempted to place him under arrest, and he pulled out a handgun and fired two rounds at them. He missed and was killed by returning fire from one of the officers. Charles' daughter was feet away. Oh, that's sad. Authorities later found Landeros was carrying an extra magazine on his belt. Holy shit. I mean, I feel for him in the sense that uh, custody disputes are fucking... Be picky, man. Be picky. Listen to me. When you are... If you're single, date as often as you possibly can. Don't have sex as much as you can. Does that make sense? Don't have sex as much as you can. I get it. I get heavy petting. I get wanting to get in the sheets and have some fun. I get it. But try your best to just date. Try your best not to have sex as often as you can. Um, and be super fucking picky. 
do not move in before marriage. Don't you fucking do it. You wait till you get till you get married in order to move in. I mean, it's so big. There are so many studies that have come out. Rutgers is the biggest one that I remember that showed, what was it? I could be off on this one, but I think it was 80%, 80 to 85% of the marriages um, that's that where the people moved in before marriage ended in divorce. It has to be, it's all about the mindset. It has to be the traditional new way of getting married that you do it. You can't... It, the, the new way in the sense that you guys haven't lived together yet and, and now you're married and now you live together. And the sex thing is even even more important. If you guys can be um, virgins when you get together, that's even better. But a lot of people, such as myself, well, we just want to have some fun. It's fun. <laughs> Lots of fun. But it also causes a lot of problems. So, you know, what do you want? And then if you have kids and you get a divorce, as somebody who's done it, who's been through it, um, and going through it now, man, uh, God, I, I, I just don't want that for anybody, especially the kids. My son, my poor son, dude, as of right now, I'll tell you this little tidbit. We just, uh, while we were down on vacation, and it's kind of been going this way for a while, but I, I thought it was somewhat okay. Um... I, uh, my son finally broke down and he was adamant about wanting to not go back to his mom's. I mean, it is, it will break your fucking heart, you know? I mean, but, you know, it's also, I picked a sociopath to be with and she only cares about how she looks and now that shit has changed over at her house with, uh, her husband having to work midnights and she's alone with my son more. Um, she's just a fucking, she's, she's the person that I, you know, I remember of, uh, being as fucking mean as she was to me. Well, now she's doing it to my son and he wants nothing to do with her and he wants to just stay with me. He's 10 years old. He doesn't understand the law, you know? And so he's begging me, dad, I don't want to go with her. I want to stay here crying, you know, fucking two hours the other day. Oh, God. I mean, and, and, and you feel powerless. That's another thing. And I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't give a shit what state you're in and how pro-mother it is. Even the women will feel powerless at some point or another because it's not your decision. It's the state. The state had to come in and, and make decisions for you. So listen to me when I tell you this shit. All right? When you're with a girl and you're sitting there and you guys are just dating and you're like, oh, man, I, I really want to do all this stuff. And, you know, you, you've got that honeymoon period. Trust me, it can get bad. It can get bad. Make sure that this is somebody who's going to fight it out with you. So, any hizzle. Um, yeah, I'm, that's really fucking sad that his daughter had to watch her dad get killed. But, again, that's Antifa. Wow, I was pretty fucking close on that one, wasn't I? Um... And this is how the fucking Antifa turns around um, in Portland and, and uh, says shit. Char Charlie Landros, beloved comrade and street medic, was murdered by Eugene police two days ago. What do you fucking mean murder, dude? Like, he was obviously not adhering to the law. You don't go to the sc school to deal with a... a custody dispute. You don't do it. You, you have to do it in the courts. Like, what the fuck is he doing? He seems like a real fuck up, you know, if that's if that's what he's going to do. And then you're going to go into a school with a gun and, and everything when your side doesn't even believe in guns. And what was your intent there? You're going to fucking kill people if they didn't give you a kid? Yeah, that's going to work out real well. Like I said in, uh, I think the last episode I just put out, um, the the law enforcement entity as a whole, all law enforcement as well as intelligence agencies are all interconnected with one another. They'll find you. You know, you have to be very well trained. I think I'm pretty well trained to go into the wilderness and fucking get off the grid. Uh, and there's a way of doing it, but you have to be fucking dedicated. And your kid isn't gonna be. Like if you haven't trained your kid, I haven't trained my kid. 
My kid doesn't know how to start a fire. My kid doesn't know how to filter water, you know. Um, my kid doesn't... Fuck, dude. Uh, my kid doesn't go a day without watching TV, you know. Let alone, let's go... We're going to go, you know, dig a hole in the ground and live there for however long. You know what I mean? So, these fucking people. What do you think you're going to do? Fucking escape to Canada? Uh, Canada will give you up. I don't give a shit how big... Um, uh, what's his name? The fucking leader of the the president or whatever of uh, Canada, Justin Trudeau. I don't give a shit how big he talks. He will bow down in an instant to Trump. In a fucking instant. Canada. I listen. I love the people there. I really do. Uh, very. A lot of them are very nice. There's a few assholes that like to come down here and run their mouth. But eh, besides that, who gives shit? You know, they're, they're fine. Um. You guys exist because the United States of America allows you to exist. As a country, I mean. I don't mean as, like, you being human beings. Um, like, if we wanted to, yeah, we'd have a little bit of kickback from the UN, but the United States could walk right over and say, all right, this is ours. What's Canada going to do? What are you guys going to do? Yes, I get that you guys have a bit of an army and all this other, but you, come on. It, it's, it's not even close. And I don't mean to say that as like a being an asshole or anything. It's just, it is what it is. If, if any Americans are thinking, I'm going to run off to Canada, you're better going into the wilderness somewhere here in the States and staying off the grid. Because Canada will give you up in a fucking second. Um, you're going to have to find some kind of network of people that, like the Underground Railroad up there, that'll keep you safe. According to Charles's ex-wife, oh, I'm, I'm all done with that one. Uh, Landros, Landros. It's only that one about him? Alright. I wish that somebody had done, like, an in-depth investigation into <clears throat> the actual death toll. Right death toll now higher than total deaths of unarmed. I don't know what the rest of this is. Let's click that. This is Summit News. This is the Paul Joseph Watson stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see this. Riot death toll now higher than total deaths of unarmed black people for the whole of 2019. Uh, because unarmed um, black men, or people, men or women, that were killed last year by the police uh, was nine. I've seen eight, but I believe it's nine. Um, yeah, this is, when did he make this? June. This is June. And we are now in August, and it's now over 30. Here it's at 17, but even then, yeah, it was, it was over that. Yeah, of those people killed, 20 whites were unarmed, and 10 blacks were unarmed. And I heard 19 and 9. So 19 whites died, 10, 9 blacks um, died. And that's it. That's what I like about Paul Joseph's uh, Summit News, is it's super short. It's short and to the point. Of the... 1,400 people killed by American police in 2019, 371 were white, 236 were black. That's noteworthy in itself since blacks are far likelier to become involved in violent confrontations with police than whites. It's all very true. Of those people killed, 20 whites were unarmed and 10 blacks were unarmed. There have now been a total of at least 17 deaths as a result of the recent riots. Of those 17 deaths, just three were killed by police. As we previously highlighted, one of those killed was retired police captain David Dorn. Oh, yeah. Well, that was Black Lives Matter, who was shot in the head by looters as he tried to protect his community. <clears throat> yeah, that was uh, even the kid, if you watch that video, and that video is fucked up. Um, he was, uh, it was, it was a black kid talking about other black kids that shot that, that cop in the head. I was sad, dude. Very, very sad. Um, NPR, I have to give a shit about NPR. I mean, I'm, I'm starting to become so jaded when it comes to seeing anything from the left anymore. Because I just know it's going to be a lie. I just know it's going to be some kind of, they may use some form of truth only to, um, give some kind of hardline foundation to their narrative. I hate it. Um... 
Yeah, lead stories. All right, so as I say this, I'm about to click on this leftist site uh, called Lead Stories. Fake news. Antifa has not killed 16 people. Is a left-wing anti-fascist protest movement known as Antifa responsible for the deaths of at least 16 people? No, that's not true, despite the claims being made by Gavin McGinnis. <laughs> uh, he's in it. And far right, the far right founder of the Proud Boys. Far right? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, he's not far right. Like, he's very close to the center. It's not to say that he doesn't have some views that aren't, I guess, considered right, or what somebody would consider right. Like, they, they try to do with me and everybody else, but he's not far right. A hate crime tracking center said that there had been no homicides. Okay, who's the hate crime tracking center? Even your hate crime tracking centers are usually um, Southern Law, uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, and I'm almost guarantee guaranteeing that that's probably who this one is, because that's the most popular one. The next the next one is the Anti Defamation League, which is uh, like a Jewish. Um, I don't think practicing Jews or Judaism, but uh, hereditarily Jew. Um, group that uh is much like the southern poverty law center that just deems anybody who isn't far left as as a hate group and who takes a stand mind you um a hate crime tracking center said that there had been no homicides by any of the group's adherents in 2018 or 2019 the claim originated from a video published by Gavin McGinnis on February 11, 2020, titled Antifa Death Toll. I'm looking at it right now. I'm sick of everyone saying Antifa hasn't killed... Oh, this is it. It hasn't killed anybody. They have at least one mass shooting under the belt, as well as the murder-suicide and death by cop. Also suicide. Okay, so that's what he was talking about. Yeah, suicides and, and death by cop. So he was, he was going into the sense of the suicides of the kids that get involved with Antifa and then their life is ruined or they end up going through with their transition surgery and then kill themselves. Um, you know, lives they ruined where Antifa dunces such as David Campbell and Tom Keenan go to prison for fighting Nazis who weren't Nazis at all. Yeah, well, he's, it is true. Um, Heather Heyer. Oh yeah, he did. He uh, he said that Heather Heyer was. Well, when you look at the at the um, Heather Heyer case, the dude that ran into all those people with the car, um, all of a sudden, you know, the mainstream media doesn't wanna doesn't wanna take in the information that I think there was a professor and a, and two other people. They were chasing the car. They were hitting it with uh, bats. And admitted to doing so. Um, that was down there in Charlottesville, Virginia. Sorry. But they're saying here, Fields was said to be an admirer of Adolf Hitler and Nazism. Um, by who? By who? Like, give a source. Yeah, it, it gives no source. It just says, Fields was said to be an admirer of Adolf Hitler and Nazism. Gives no source. I'm not saying that it couldn't be true, but... Dude, if you make a claim like that, that needs... You need a source. Like, a picture would be good from Facebook. Of him doing the Nazi salute, or like holding up Mein Kampf. With a smile and a fucking thumbs up sign, you know, or something. Uh, Lee George reached out to Brian Manning from the center of Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism at California State University. Ooh, I was wrong. It wasn't the Southern Poverty Law Center. Although, I feel like they might have something to do with something. Because they always do. They always have their little fucking talents and something. Um, Levin supplied us with 2019 report to the nation which he co-authored, said, while there were both a string of politically motivated assaults and suspected crimes and nonviolent protests by Antifa, anarchists, and hard-left extremes. Oh, yeah, so that brings me to um, the bike lock guy. That could have killed him. Um, that was a fucking hard hit, and it did crack his skull. 
Uh, luckily, he's got a fairly thick skull, I assume. Um, he's bleeding like a motherfucker, dude. If you go back and watch that that uh, film of the the bike lock incident, it's like, dude, you could have fucking killed that guy, but see what I mean? They're just not very good at it. Um, and not just that, with anybody that I've seen say, well, you know, 300 and some odd people were killed because of white supremacists. Okay, give me the list. Like, why can't you guys give me lists anymore? When it comes to this major switch, again, I'm not coming to the defense of the Republicans because I'm not a fucking Republican. Where's this switch? Like, you're just saying this thing and I'm calling you out because it's not true. You know, um, it's not like liberals who are, or the, the liberal left who is now so far left that a lot of liberals are being or it didn't go that far left and now they're because of the overton window they're now more centrist and they're being claimed to be you know uh by the hard left as people on the right or whatever it may be and there was a switch somewhere in there but it wasn't a it wasn't like a complete switch of total ideologies it was a liberalism was the seed and it sprouted and it became leftism you know what I mean? It became this this hard left, uh, you know, men can be women. Um, I mean, they've always been for abortion, but it, it's all of the hardcore, you know, um, identity politics bullshit that we have now. But it, it wasn't, it was an extent, it was an extenuation. Is that a word? It was a, a growth, um, of liberalism it wasn't uh it wasn't you know conservatism all the way and then all of a sudden you change and now you're liberal and that's what they're they're trying to feed us through this switch between the democrats and the republicans two completely different ideologies who couldn't be more vehemently on polar opposite sides well, I, I should take that back. They were uh, the the left back in those times. The, the Democrats back in those times were not as radical as they are today. Um, but still very very different ideologies. And then all of a sudden you, you're saying that they just switched. The 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 bad people decided. Oh, I'm going to give up all of these things that I believe in to go over here because of racism. You know what I mean? Like this one, this one factor, I want to go over there and, and be racist, but now I'm going to, you know, believe in God or I'm going to do all of these other things or, you know, like I'm going to believe in small government just so I can have racism. And then the people that were on the other side were like, uh, I'm going to go to the side that was racist and the Democrats and not be, and still not be racist. What? Like it's, it's such a far-fetched, uh, ideal. <sighs> Hopefully I explained that well. I don't know. This is it's it's a pretty deep one. Um, I'm assuming again it's seeming to downplay the number of deaths attributed to white nationalists as if they were overstated. On November first, McGinnis publicly claimed to have quit the Proud Boys, which he founded. They always gotta introduce this part. Um, for the Guardian, which is fucking far left trash that the FBI had labeled it an extremist group with ties to white nationalism. That is a... Uh, yeah, but that's a lie. That was always a lie. Oh, this is February 12th. Okay, so no wonder. But still, I mean, even then it was a lie. It was a lie back in 2019 when it came out that somebody had said that the uh, Proud Boys were... Re, uh, that the FBI... Um, labeled them as a terrorist group. They never did. That was an absolute lie. And even the FBI, FBI had to come out to say no. Um, there's a rumor from a sheriff's department, I believe. Uh, um, so yeah, that was a lie. Yeah, that was a total lie. Um, McGinnis, just, McGinnis highlighted several other individuals in the video, video and Levin helped Let's fact check each of these incidents. Connor Bates, 24, who killed at least nine people in Dayton, Ohio on August 4th. However, according to Levin, 
There was no statement or manifesto by the killer, nor was there a definitive statement by the FBI leaving a jumble of antisocial postings and statements that go back years that do not establish a motive in this particular case. Mr. Beck's hospital ideology, no, I'm sorry, ideations go back years. Hmm. Mr. Betz's homicidal ideations go back years. Indeed, before he ever mentioned any ideology, ideological post on his social media. They're basically admitting that he was leftist. <laughs> Not just because he was antisocial, but because, indeed, before he had ever mentioned any ideological post on his social media. So, yeah, but that portion right there what I just read points that he made ideological posts so everything that you just said is a load of shit leaving a jumble of antisocial postings and statements that go back years that do not establish a motive in this particular case and then they go Mr. Betz's hom homicidal ideations go back years indeed before he had ever mentioned any ideological post on his social media you see what I'm talking about here? Like they're covering so that it doesn't look like this was an Antifa killing. I remember that too. Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, nine people getting killed. That's Antifa. But had it been somebody who, um, I don't know, had anything to... It, maybe he had a, a, a Confederate sticker on his car and he you know, got out and stood his ground in a state that has stand your ground and killed somebody, they would have said, that's a white supremacist killing. You know what I mean? Like, even though the guy may have been like me, um, I, I, I don't have any uh, Confederate flags. I'm from the South. I have no problem with the Confederate flag. If I, if I, and I might end up getting one and just having it around my house or something like that. Like I have my Irish flag over on the corner. Uh, it, it's never going to be bigger than my American flag because that's my, that's the American flag. That's what I stand by. But I have no problem having a, a Confederate flag. Could you imagine me getting into some situation where like I got to draw down on somebody and I end up coming out surviving that situation? And then they're like, oh, he had a Confederate flag in his house somewhere. That's a white supremacist. That's what they would do. But here where they admit that he had ideological posts on his social media that they're not telling what those are because had he been a white supremacist, they would have said that, or on the right, they would have said that. So we can deduct that it was leftist. So they want to hide all of that. And they want to say, oh, well, we don't really know. Fucking lying-ass sons of bitches. Um, Levin added, moreover, his social media was a jumble that did not point to any particular motive with respect to his attack. Yeah, so basically saying it again. According to CNN, he cannot be trusted for anything. Uh, a preliminary assessment of the writings did not indicate any racial or political motive. Y yeah, so... Oh, God, these people. I mean, it's just... Because this case has not officially been classified as an ideological attack and nine people that killed in the mass shooting should not be included as Antifa victims. Yeah, because you guys just controlled the narrative. Sean Daniel Kelleher, 23, was an anti-fascist activist who was killed in Portland, Oregon on, on October 12, 2019. He was fatally struck by an SUVS after a possible quarrel at a local watering hole. Levin told lead stories there's not been an arrest in this case and there has been no statement with regard to the motive pam fortium there's just a couple more of these 54 was a dutch politician who was killed in 2002. Wolfert van graf a 34 year old animal rights activist confessed to shooting Orla and claimed to have done so as a favor to the country's muslim minority there is no evidence the attack was antifa related uh, I'd lean, I'd lean a little bit more closer to Antifa than certainly anything, anything on the right. Because um, anybody center to center right and over, uh, I think, who has a, a mind. Uh, I hate people using the brain. Who has a brain? Who has a mind about them? 
um, who thinks critically understands that uh, Islam is just a shit show and would never go and kill for them. The fuck? I don't know. I, I'd go with Gavin on that one. I trust him. I haven't seen a lot of stuff that Gavin McGinnis has been wrong about. Um, if there is anything and you want to let me know, by all means, let me know. Nathan Hose, 28, apparently took his own life on August 15, 2017 in New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, according to an online obituary. Little is published about House's beliefs, but his name did appear in a brief post on a website for anti-fascist movement. Still, Levin's report focused on homicides, not suicides. So why even put this in? Like, you're just trying to add uh, on the heap of things that could be wrong about what Gavin talked about. Charlie Landeros, 30, was killed on January 11, 2019, during a struggle with police outside of middle school. Um, while this man was wearing a t-shirt that read, Smash the Patriarchy and Chill, at the time of the shooting, the struggle apparently centered over a custody dispute, according to Levin. I don't have any indication that that was related to premeditated ideological act of terrorism. He added, it is not, it, if it's a non-ideological incident, we don't count it. McGinnis has been accused of using the group to promote violence, but he said those comments had been taken out of context. We wrote fake news on YouTube. We wrote about fake news on YouTube before. Here are our most recent articles, blah, 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 and a whole bunch of stupid bullshit. Anybody leave any comments? Oh, you should see this Ryan Cooper fuckface on here. I'm surprised he doesn't have his mouth open like those uh, soy boys like to take pictures with. There's no... Get... Go. Get. Fucking cats. Any his. Um, yeah, I, I'm not finding... Uh, of course, I'm just looking at the top couple of... Uh, Articles that I looked up so far. Ooh, Sensor TV. Oh, yeah, it's Gavin. Damn, Gavin. You're all over the place here, dude. Um, oh, well, the, the night that they had uh, the deplorable, you had a whole bunch of Antifa that tried to put poisonous gas in the fucking... in the... Um, Thing, but it was it was found out. I have to assume it had something to do with James O'Keefe having had his people. Because uh, I can't, I don't. I'm pretty certain that uh, it was after the deplorable that he came out with the video um, where he infiltrated Antifa. Um, what's some other ones I was talking about? Yeah, I mean. You cannot blame the over 30 deaths that are directly attributed during and, and with the, or to the uh, riots on white nationalists or people on the far right or um, you know, centrists or the Proud Boys or anything like that because all of these riots and everything that was completely done by, by people on the left. 100% done by people on the left. Um, and those were the, the people who killed these people. So it's either Black Lives Matter or Antifa. Um, you just can't, you can't blame on anyone else. And I know I'm not really giving you guys, or telling you guys anything that you don't already know. Um, but uh, I did want to at least address... Um, address these claims that these people are making. Anarchists and Antifa, not according to the date. Oh, here, hold on. I gotta, I gotta get off for it. Sorry about that. The dog got stuck underneath my bed again. He's a great big barrel-chested plot hound who, uh, for some reason, likes to try and sleep. <laughs> under our bed or at least to the side of it and then he falls asleep and i think chases rabbits and then next thing you know he's trapped under the bed so anyway um
just come out. A lot of get off my lawn. Um, links in here. Oh yeah, and then Nadler. Uh, who was it? Fleckus, Austin Fleckus. Um, I, I assume flew to Washington D.C. This was around um, the time of the, I think maybe a little after, because it was just a couple days ago. Flew up to Washington um, to interview or to, to catch the White Coat Summit, and then he ended up um, finding Nadler and asked him about the Antifa violence, and Nadler called it a myth of the Antifa violence out in Seattle and Portland and said that it was a right-wing right -wing narrative that was trying to be pushed, and it's like, yeah, dude. Uh, you see what I mean? Um, it's the same with the coronavirus bullshit that they're trying to push which the masks do far more harm than they help um the idea that the mask can stop the virus transmission it, it it's a virus it isn't a bacteria so it's far smaller and can get through if you can smell something through your mask like a fart and i know this has been an example that's been used then the virus can get through to your nose as well. And um, so anyway, they're, they're trying to say that, you know, the Donald Trump, um, as they did the Tr Donald Trump uh, rallies, caused uh, caused the spread of the um, coronavirus, but that somehow the rioting and the protests didn't. I mean, it's like you really have to suspend reality to believe the horseshit that the left is, is putting out there, the propaganda that they are constantly trying to feed everyone. And they've got all the outlets. Again, they've got academia, right? The, the uh, educational industrial complex. They've got the media industrial complex. And then they have the uh, entertainment industrial complex um, that have been firing on all cylinders, pushing this propaganda out as hard as they can um, to anybody that will listen. And uh, they've gotten quite a few people, which is sad, very worrisome. But the way that you can counteract it is to be accountable, be responsible, and to not be a liberal. 